Welcome. You are about to listen to a destiny-changing message preached by Pastor David at Caris Phase 2. Caris Phase 2 is our revival-seeking youth ministry where young people are coming to know Jesus Christ. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Be blessed as you listen. Spiritualia. Spiritualia. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Let's all read here from the screen. Let's go. Let's read it out loud again. For the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are Amen. Let's pray, Father. Add your grace to your word, as your word is taught. Let grace be caught. Let truth be discovered. And let the heavens be opened. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. But the natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. The natural man cannot say cannot. Say cannot. cannot. It means it's very interesting. It talks about the natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit of God. So there are people who things that belong to the spirit of God they can't receive it. And some of them are the ones advising you on your work with God. It's a, the, the natural man. Yeah, they, they didn't say a bad person. Please. Said the natural. Just, just the way you think, the way you are, the way you think, the way just naturally. Your nature. No one serves God naturally. <laughs> Serving God is not natural to human beings. Religion is natural. So it's natural to be religious. But it's not natural to be godly. It's just, just not natural. It's just not natural to be godly. Being godly doesn't come naturally. Let me say the way in, we say it in Nigeria. Naturally. <laughs> it's not natural. Not natural. What I'm saying is very biblical. <laughs> When you come to church, <laughs> and the pastor, pastor. is preaching, <laughs> so it's not natural to want to serve God. It's natural to want to sin. It's natural to like a boy. It's natural to be a boy to like a girl. Mm. It's natural to 
wants a nice thing. It's natural to be upset with someone who does something against you. It's not natural to expect the garden to be full of flowers without a florist or attending to it. It's not natural to smell nice if you don't bath. (laughs) (laughs) Perfume is always artificial. (laughs) It's not natural to just want to forgive someone who has hurt you. It's not natural. It's not natural to be godly. Neither is it natural to know God. Knowing God doesn't come naturally because you've been sleeping and you had dreams. No, no, come on. You can't know God that way. No one knows God without being taught. Mm-hmm. I'm going a bit deeper now. You can't know God through research. You don't have the natural apparatus. How can I go and buy spectacles so I can see anyone who has coronavirus? I can, I can, I can see where there's a virus. No, it is above the natural eyes. You need special medical or scientific apparatus to be able to see virus. Even if you can't see virus with your naked natural eyes, how dare you think you can find God with your natural thinking? God is revealed. He's not researched. So, if it's not natural, why? Isaiah 45, 15 says, God hides himself. What? It's interesting. God who hides himself. Truly, you are God who hides yourself. Oh, God of Israel, the Savior. If there is God, why? This is naturally, it's natural for people to be wondering, but there's no God because I don't see. They use their own personal expectation to judge whether there is God or not. It doesn't change God. It doesn't affect God. If you worship God, do. If you don't worship him, it doesn't affect him. In fact, in Job, I think 36, verse 5 or 35, verse 6, he said, if you do right, what have you done for God? And if you do wrong, what do you do against him? He says, if you sin, what do you accomplish against him? Or if if your transgressions are multiplied, what do you do? uh, What what do you do to him? Not coming to church, it doesn't affect God a little bit. You not doing church does not affect me, let alone God. It's you it affects. Your life gets more complicated. We're reading in Psalm. It says that there are sorrows multiply that go after strange gods, other gods. Yeah. It said, in some teens, oh, 16 verse 4, he said, okay. Their sorrows shall be multiplied. Who hasting after other God? Yeah. Give us uh, New, uh, New King James. Is that New King James? Who hasting after? Okay, give us NIV. Oh, uh, those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. <laughs> 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 
even do God. Go after the God of money. Go after the God of girls. Go after the God of drugs. Go after the God of boys. Your boyfriend has become the God. Go. Go on. Go on. You will, the Bible says that you will suffer more and more. It's not me. I'm not saying it, please. It's in the Bible. The Bible. Oh, I don't believe it. Oh, no problem. Just keep living. You'll find out. So when you serve God, you are not doing God a favor. If you don't serve God, you are doing your destiny a fever. Wow. <laughs> it's a fever you are doing to your destiny. If you serve God, you are not doing him a fever. So, let's serve God. Now, God is revealed. You can't know God outside of teachings. Hmm? But if I have personal revelation, it's bogus revelation you're talking about. <laughs> bogus revelation. How can you be taught? Or how can you teach if you haven't been taught? How? Why, why would you fly in a plane? The pilot said, I, I, was, I just have not been to piloting school. I just naturally gifted. Natural, I'm gifted and natural. <laughs> you go to the hospital and have surgery by a doctor who hasn't been trained but is, is actually talented. <laughs> Can you imagine? You yank one of your intestines or your, either your small intestine or large intestine pull it out and put it under your armpit. <laughs> Training. So there was this young man who was so good, even that he was taught by those Old Testament scriptures, and he was doing well until he met Priscilla and Aquila in Acts, in Acts chapter 18, 25. And Bible says that the guy is called Apollos. He was mighty. That's what I want to be said concerning me. It has always been my vision and my dream that if anyone would know, I should be known as someone who is mighty in scriptures. Not just a miracle worker. Not a prophet. It's okay if I'm known as a prophet. It's a prophesy, a miracle worker, a great pastor. But above all, I want to be known as someone who is mighty in scriptures. Mighty. A certain Jew named Apollo, born as Alexandria, an eloquent man, and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. And Priscilla and Aquila, they saw this mighty man talking, they realized that he still lacks insight into the true revelation of God. The true revelation of God. Why can't God be researched? Because he hideth himself. The reason why people, you are born again and God is using you, but people don't know, is because you are actually hidden. Those of us who are in Christ, don't be looking to be seen and to, be, to have many likes. If you get it, fine. But don't make that your target because if you want to serve God to be seen, you are making a mistake. Because God says that, go into your closet. Shut the door. Matthew chapter, chapter, chapter 6. He says that, and your father who sees, who, no, he said he's in secret. He didn't say, he said he's in secret. God is in secret, in the secret place. 
give me um, uh, NIV, uh, N- New American, New American. It says that uh, the door and pray to your father who is in secret. Yes, sir. That didn't I tell you God hides himself? Yes, Where is God? He's in secret. He said, and your father who's, who is in secret, your father who sees what you have you you done in secret, will reward you. He will reward you. God is in secret. Why are you trying to be seen? Some are doing vlogging when you should be studying. What voice, what have you, what do you know? You don't know anything. The scripture says something. It said, by this time, Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12, you ought to be teachers. You still need that you be taught. So that means that even to have the audacity to teach others, it must take a certain time. Mm. It must take a certain time. I'm standing here after 33 years of constantly studying Bible and receiving teachings. I have have teachers from my early days of Christian life. A lot of, some of the scriptures I quote were scriptures I studied when I was in secondary school. And they have stayed with me and I have received teachings and I understood it better. Because thank God, I have never been without good pastors. Teachings. By this time, Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12, when you ought to be but it starts by saying, I have many things to say, but hard to, uh, no, sorry, concerning Melchizedek. We have many things to say, but uh, many things that whom we have much to say, but hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. Your ability to hear is concerning. We can say, we can be saying it, but you are not getting it. That's why I said, the title of my message is Spiritualia Spiritualite Examinatu. Second, First Corinthians chapter two, verse fourteen. The things of the natural man, the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God, because the spirit of the the things of the spirit of God are are, are spiritually discerned. You must, be, you must have spiritual life to be able to discern. Stop talking to me about your dreams. I had a dream. And when I dreamt, I saw her coming to my house. I saw him coming. And then when he came, he stole, the, uh, uh, he stole, he stole, he stole some shoes. I knew it. And it happened. The other time, it happened. Anytime I have a dream, it comes, it comes true. How, why has your story not changed? If dreams work, why haven't you had a dream about your next job? Yeah. Why haven't you had... I, how come you failed exam? Should have dreamed about the questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Dream, 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 dream. Some even go as far as saying, oh, I've seen angels. 
you were not born again and you saw angels and they were having a chat with you and they were showing things and they keep coming. Demons are the ones dealing with you. Because in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 40, he said, he, Satan himself appeared, presents himself as an angel of light. Yeah. Wow. Second eleven fourteen. He said, no wonder for Satan himself transformed himself into an angel of light. The only thing that can keep you safe is the sound teaching of God's word you got. That's their own body will hurt you because you don't know everything. Somebody will hurt you, deceive you. Especially those who claim to be deep spiritually. With, with what spiritual accoutrements or apparatus are you going to use to discern? It's all just your natural instincts. It's just your natural instincts. Your religious sense. Your sense of religion. Makes you think, oh, I know that pastor is, the way he's talking, I know he's good. Because some of it is common sense anyway. Some pastors are so dodgy. When you listen to the content and the focus of what they are talking about, you feel, hmm, hmm, something isn't right. But when you meet someone feeding with Jesus, feeding with Jesus. But it's not a sign that you are spiritual. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not a sign. There are people who are claiming spirituality on false premise. Because I've been having dreams. Because I see things. I see things. You see things. How come you are still a sinner? with people whose hearts are hope, open towards him. When God visits you, the first thing, look at, there's a man called Cornelius. He was a good man. He was a very good man. He really wanted God. He was, he was trying, but he wasn't saved. So a whole angel appeared to him. He said, you have to be saved. Send for Peter, come and tell you about Jesus. He come and tell him. Peter came and spoke to him about Jesus. Then he and his household were saved. In spite of how good he was. When God wants to help you, the starting point is Jesus. So any spirit that appears to you, even though you are not in Christ, and doesn't introduce Christ to you, it shows that you are in crisis. Nobody can bully me with claims of spirituality. There's nothing as spiritual as when you are discerning, discerning of God's word by the spirit of God. Tongues is not a sign that you are filled with the spirit. <laughs> Can I say that again? It's not a sign that you are filled with the spirit. Please. Not a sign. You are not really filled with the Spirit. It doesn't mean you don't have the Holy Spirit, but to be filled with the Spirit. You, you might have the Spirit, Holy Spirit baptism. Yeah, you have it. That's why. Tongues is a language. Tongues is a language. I speak, I speak un peu, un peu, Francais. Yeah. Moi, moi. 
So I can switch and speak my MP Francais. It's just a language. Tongues is just a language. You can still be in canality and speak in tongues. Shakadaba, shakada. Who cannot say shakalaba? Think about it. Please, let's be real. Who cannot say shakalaba, shakalaba? It's just syllable. Sometimes it's just on the surface. It's just on the tongue. But it's not deep. Because you have not engaged your spirit. But the clear sign that a person is filled with the spirit is you begin to, the word of God, no theology. But you see Jesus. And when you see Jesus, it's very humbling. When you see Jesus, the flesh doesn't reign. When you have encounters with Jesus, you say, what, Lord, what do you want me to do? I was on my way to Damascus to go and kill people. And when you, you don't miss Jesus and stay remain. You are either going to hell or you are going up. True message of Christ. The gospel never leaves you at the same place. Your case is, your situation is either worsened or you are better off after hearing true preaching from a man of God. You are better off not listening than listen and not make a decision. Because after listening to a true preaching, genuine preaching, your situation is better off or worse off. You can never be at the same level. Spiritualia, spirituality, examinatu. Spiritualia, spirituality, examinatu. The people who are not familiar, what's the meaning of that? It means, it's a Latin phrase, which means the spirit, the things of the spirit of God are only revealed to a person whose spirit is open to God with reverence or in reverence. So if, if your heart is not open to God, your heart, oh Lord, genuinely, God doesn't reveal a lot of things to you. Who gets things revealed to them? He said, permit me to do what I love. He said, when I came to you, I did not come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom. But I came with the demonstration of the Holy Ghost. I came to you with the demonstration of the Holy Ghost and power. Why? So that your faith will not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. How be it? We speak wisdom. It's not that what we are saying is nonsense. We just are not focusing the power, the essence of the message on intellectualism. The essence of Christian message is not intellectualism. Nice sounding, well phrased, well framed, eloquent submission. The, the, The essence of Christian message is not resting on that. Paul said, I know how to do it, but I did not come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom. Why? If I do that, 
and I keep doing that, your faith will be resting on the wisdom of men. The intellectual things that a person is saying, the medical terminologies they are using, the, 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 the scientific words, the legal terms. This guy is well vested. Legal terms. He said, no, I don't want your faith to rest in that. That all that you know is about these things, which is true. Everybody, anybody I talk can talk about that. Anybody I talk can come and talk about scientific uh, words and uh, academic terminologies, which are good in themselves. Anybody, but not everyone can teach God's word. He said that, how be it? Verse 5. We speak wisdom. <laughs> How be, in spite of the fact that we don't want your faith to rest in the wisdom of men, he said, yet, even what we are saying, there's a lot of sense and wisdom in it. Not sense, wisdom. There's a lot of wisdom in it. And he says that, yet, yet, this kind of wisdom we are churning out is not the wisdom of the world. So still, we will speak wisdom and the world will think it's stupid. this kind of wisdom we speak. He says that the, the Jews look for a sign. The Greeks look for wisdom. But we preach Christ. To the Greeks, foolishness. To the Jews, it's a stumbling block. But to those who are saved, both Greeks and Jews, is the power of God. Then the next verse, verse, 40, verse 24, uh, First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24 says that Christ is the wisdom of God. Wow! But for, but for those of us who are both Jews, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So there's wisdom at play, but it doesn't come out to the world like wisdom in the first place. It's when you are, after you are saved, that's when you discover you are, you are the one who is lost. In the first place, our submission from our side, what is this? You know, when someone, if I remember when they met you to preach to you, yeah, 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 just, yeah, going somewhere, you're in a hurry, and then they put pressure, oh, oh can I go, I don't have time, I don't have time. See, because obviously what we are saying looks like foolishness. I don't have time, I don't have time. And then they put pressure, no, let's test them, and then she stood, okay, tell me, what is it? What is it? Okay. I don't know if you identify what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. It sounds interesting. I think this guy is talking to me, you know. It's not the guy, it's the, it's the Lord. The Lord working through the guy. They went everywhere preaching. God was working with them. <laughs> with signs. Ah! Mark chapter 16, verse 20. God works with people with signs. So God will always, you will see a sign through someone who is preaching to you. The thing they said is that's what you were thinking about previous night. That's what they, it's, it's a sign. It's like, as someone told the pastor about me, no, nobody buys a sign. It's God who is confirming his word with signs. Signs, wonders. It's showing you a sign. A sign points you to, if you're going to bear me, and look for the signs. So he says that, when we, we initially start presenting the message, how many of you have once said, this is not for me? This church thing is not for me. This Christian thing is not. <laughs> Let me see my hand. You said this and think, oh, it's not for me. This is not for me. But now you can't have enough of it. Oh, yeah. It's so nice to be a Christian. Oh, 
It's so nice to be a Christian. <laughs> so, but it says, we, we preach to the Greeks, verse 24 again. See that, to, uh, uh, both to those of who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Then he goes on to talk about the power, how not many of you were noble. No, he said, no, brethren, remember your calling. How not many wise. He didn't say not any. Just that the smart ones are only a few. <laughs> yes. Because if you are so smart, by now you would have employed about 100 people. You are not, oh, but I'm just in school. Still, still by now, you would have been very far ahead. So, um, is that not, see, you're ready. Not many wise according to the flesh. Not many wise after the flesh. See, you're calling. Not many according to the flesh. Not many mighty. Not many noble. Not many. Not many noble. Some of you, the, your living conditions are even very sad. Yeah, but still God, God can still use you. God can still use you. But, the next verse. But, oh, but God. But, say, but God. But God. Oh, come on, say it properly. God. One thing about God is God doesn't do credit history. God doesn't need your reference. He just is a future God. If you say yes, from where you are, he wants to build with you, not from where you are coming from. So he has, doesn't, that's why God has, doesn't have to do a, a search, credit search on it. And, and CRB check. God said, no, no, this is what I got. No, no, no. You, they can reveal everything to God. And God said, that's fine. That's even why I want to use him. So that no, no one can take the glory. He said, not many wise. No, God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame those who think they are smart. He has chosen the weak things to put to shame those who think they are mighty. Those who think they are, they are strong. Let me choose someone who is weak. Who, is, who doesn't look qualified so that the glory can... Why did he do that? Look at the next verse. Why did he do that? And the best things of the world, the, the, the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things which are. Those who think they are the ones. God said, I will choose the ones that are despised, that are nothing, to prove to those who think they are something that I... God, I'm still God. Now me be God. God said, I will prove that me be God. So if you have funny background, funny history, good background, good history, God said, don't bring it. I don't need it. All I need is your heart. Whether you are good or you are bad, it doesn't matter. I said, just give me your heart. Give me your heart. Collect it from the boy. 
and give it to me. <laughs> Collect it and give it to me. Give me your heart. Give me your heart. And God said, if you can give me your heart, I can do mighty things with you. Look at the next verse. Why should he, why did he, does he do that? So that no flesh should glory in his presence. New Living Translation. Why does he do that? As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. Message Bible. That makes it quite clear that none of you can get by with blowing your own horn before God. Your examination results, you can talk about how hard you worked, how, how much you had sleepless night, bent the midnight candle, stay it hard, push yourself. That's how you pass exam. But how God uses you is not based on how hard you have cleaned yourself. It's based on how much you are willing to follow. How, uh, how sincere! Kaba shut the higher. How, how genuine your heart is towards God. Yeah. Bible says that God, the eyes of God move through and for the second Chronicles chapter 69. The eyes of God move through and for the whole earth. For the eyes of the Lord run through and through the whole earth. It's like this. He's just searching. 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 You are also busy praying. Check your heart. Check your heart to the whole earth to show yourself strong on those whose heart is loyal. King James said, upright towards him. Perfect towards him. Whose hearts are perfect. Your heart must be genuine for God. Your heart must be genuine for God. That's what determines your part in God. Your heart for God is what determines your part in God. In Acts chapter 8, Verse 20, or from verse 90, Peter said, may your money perish with you. Your money perishes you. Perish your money, perish. You think this is about money? Not to buy the gift of God. And then look at verse 21. It says that you have neither part nor portion in this matter. Why? Because this thing is only, you are qualified on the base of the condition of your heart. Condition of your heart is what? Not condition of your skin. Not the condition of your education. Not the condition of your background. Not the condition of your, uh, of your account. Not the condition of your, uh, uh, your, your parentage. Not the natural, natural conditions don't determine your part in the move of God. It's the heart, state of heart. State of heart, state of heart, state of heart. State of, so you could have just walked in here this afternoon. With, with a very messed up past. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. No, no problem. No, that's fine. We can still work with you. God, 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 because it's your heart. He's just trying to. He said, the eyes, the eyes of God move to and fro. He said, I found David, a man after my heart. Found David. First Samuel chapter, uh, chapter 13, verse 14. I found David, a man after my heart. It's David who said, as the deer pants for the waters. So my soul. So I'm just desperate for God. Just desperate for God. Search me, O God, and know my heart. 
Search me, examine me. Check me. Know my heart. Know my heart. Know my heart. It's your heart. So the scriptures say that God has chosen the foolish things of the world so that no man can boast. That's why he chose you. That's why he chose you. So you are on your way down. When God starts honoring you, the day you begin to take the credit, that's the day you start going down. That's the day, the day you start going down. I'm very important. I'm very important. You are none. You are not that important. In the church, nobody's important. Christ is the only important one. Christ. See anyone who has the humble, humbleness of heart to see Christ elevated, to see Christ lifted, and let them stay in that state for so long. Your heart, you want God to be glorified. You want the work of God to go on well. You want Christ to be lifted. God will lift you within no time. It doesn't matter how long it takes. When your lifting comes, no one can stop it. Amen. Everyone will know about you. So, the, um, the next verse, that, that, uh, <clears throat> but of him, ye are in Christ Jesus, who became, oh Jesus, for us, wisdom from God. Da, da, da. Christ is my wisdom. If you don't have Christ, you don't have the wisdom of God. Christ is my wisdom. So when I'm preaching, you think I'm stupid. Oh, I am wiser than you because I operate with the wisdom of God. That's how come I've been married for 20 years and I still have peace in my marriage. You who say you are wise, show me your evidence. The Bible says that wisdom is known by her children. Look, the book of Luke chapter 7:35 or so. It said, wisdom, wisdom is known by her children. What are children? Offspring. Wisdom is justified by all her children. What it means is that if you are wise, your fruits will tell us how wise you are. Even your choice of friends tells us how wise you are. Or excuse me with my language, how stupid you are. <laughs> if you are that wise, you can't be hanging out with such people. If you are that wise, how can you be going out with this guy? If you are that wise, how can you be going out with that girl? You see, if you are wise, it will be evidenced in the decisions you make. With all this academic prowess, academic strength, you went to a university to go and study shoes. <laughs> you could have done something more that require a lot of intellectual abilities, and you got it. Oh, anyway, we will teach you. Don't worry. We are all learning. So the point I'm making is that not many wise. Christ is the wisdom of God to us. Then, look, let me show you something. Look at, put it again. Now, it's our righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Look at the next verse. The next verse. That's as it's written. He who glories, let him glory where? Glory. You must learn how to say glory to Jesus. He said that that's it's written, he who glories, let him glory. Look at the next verse. Yeah, chapter 2. 
Ah. But we are talking about the wisdom of God. Okay, see. He said, and I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with the excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. I determined to know nothing, to know nothing amongst you except Christ and him crucified. Mm. Now, that's where it started. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling as though I'm nobody. Look at the next verse. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. My speech was in demonstration of the spirit. As I'm preaching, you can tell the Holy Spirit is working. Yeah. Yeah. As I'm speaking, you can tell something, an addiction is breaking off your life. Yeah. That's power of God was working at work. So my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but with the demonstration of the Holy Ghost and power. That's why sometimes you feel like something is holding your heart. When you are hearing the preaching, you feel like something is burning in your heart. Yeah. You, you feel like you want to jump. You feel, you feel like you want to scream. You feel, you feel like, this pastor, you are doing something to me. to me and say, Pastor, you have changed my life. You don't know what you have done to me. Pastor, you have changed my life. No, my preaching doesn't change lives. It's the demonstration of the Holy Ghost and power. It's the power that changes life. No talk. Talk doesn't change life. Have you been talking for so long? Haven't you attended different talks? Talks don't change life. Talks will just inform you. But preaching breaks holds. Breaks holds. He said my preaching was in the demonstration of the Holy of the Spirit and power. Why? So that your faith, preaching is supposed to generate faith. Your faith will not rest in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Your faith is not supposed to rest in how eloquent the preaching is. How well spoken it is. But your faith rests in the power because as you are hearing the preaching, something is happening to you. Something is happening to you. A lot of you are changing beyond recovery. And beyond recognition. You change so much. People will say, no, no. Ah, is it the same you? That's the transformation power of the gospel. It is not resident in a man. No. No man can have that. It comes from above. It comes from above. That's why we have to preach the word. That's why we have to preach the word. When you preach the word, and people's hearts are open, spiritually, spiritually, it can change you. It doesn't matter how stuck you feel you are in life. You can be changed by the power. It doesn't matter the addiction you are struggling with. Addiction. Addiction can be broken by the power of the message. Addiction. I've seen many people addicted and have been set free. Not to lay on hand for them to be shaken. But through the teaching of God's word, the power in the word changes life. If I were you, I would shout a leaping hallelujah. Shaka barara. 
So, he said, so that, so that your faith will not rest in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. How be it? <laughs> he said, how be it? However, another way of putting how be it. However, we speak wisdom amongst those who are mature. So we begin to deal with heavier, heavyweight matters amongst those who are matured, those who are growing, those who have the ability to masticate meat, to handle meat. Your, your mullahs have developed well enough to handle shaki. We, we speak wisdom. There are some things it's not for entry level people. There are some teachings. It's for people who are a certain, at a certain level. When you say they get it, ah, ooh, ah. So they begin to connect the dots. So when you are at a certain level and a certain teaching is coming, you, and the kind of teachings that we, that is anointed, it meets everybody at your level. So there is milk inside, there is meat inside, there is, there is rice inside. There is bread. It depends wherever you are. God will meet you at the point of your need. He said that we, we, well, how be it we speak wisdom amongst those who are mature? Hmm. Yet, not the wisdom of this age, nor the wisdom of the rulers of this age, those in charge, those reigning on social media, those reigning in the political circles, the things we preach is not the same as the thing they talk about. But we also, they may speak a certain type of wisdom. That's natural wisdom. Man's wisdom. But we speak a certain type of wisdom. Now watch this. Now the rulers of the which is coming to, their wisdom is always coming to a knot. In other words, um, okay, give us the New Living Translation. Let's see how he puts it. Let's read it out loud. Let's go. Yes, when I am among mature believers, Their wisdom is still forgotten. Wow. But it doesn't lead anywhere much. Short-lived. Yeah. Then it says that, verse 7, it says that, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. They're hidden. There are things that are hidden in God. Things that are hidden. You don't, you can't look at it on the surface and notice it. The hidden wisdom of God ordained before the ages for our glory. So by the time we begin to speak about this, you say, wow, wow, how did you know that? How did you get that? It was ordained for our glory. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going somewhere. Verse, the next verse, verse 8, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known they would not have crucified the Lord of God. They didn't know. They thought they were getting rid of Jesus. Rather, they were getting rid of themselves. They were shooting themselves in the foot. That's the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is kind of sometimes like a conundrum. It's like oxymoronic. It's ironic. So God says he's blessing you. Like Joseph. 
He was going to be a prime minister. Rather, he ended up being a prisoner. What kind of system is this? Not for one day, not for two days. For years, he was prisoner. And he, didn't, he wasn't upset with God. He hadn't done anything wrong. He was no, not a prisoner. He was a slave. He was sold by his brothers whom he was going to feed. And he was a slave. In Psalm 105, verse 17, 18, 19, God puts it this way. The Bible says that God sent a man before them. Who? And how did he, how did, was he sent? <laughs> Is that how God sends? to send somebody to be a prime minister, why must you allow his brothers to sell him as a slave? What if he becomes bitter and never forgives them? He will never, he will never become great then. Because you never become great in God with bitterness. Bitterness eats you out. They sold as a slave. But that's God's wisdom. God has a system. So some of you ladies here, God is going to bless you with good marriage, but it might not be Johnny. Yeah, the way you've targeted Leroy. <laughs> yeah. God will not use the system you think he's going to use to, to elevate you. Just trust God and leave the consequence in his hands. God might not use that system. Joseph was going to be a prime minister, but the system for him to enter into his prime ministerial role was through being sold as a slave. Yeah. And then he gets to Potiphar's house. Pastor, this guy was living very right. He was pleasing God. Someone said, come on, let's fornicate. <laughs> the woman was a very sophisticated woman because many young men would never go past that one. Woo! A, a politician's wife. Mm. Yeah. He has been bathed in spices. Her skin will be like butter. So Joseph, the woman came. Joe. Jojo. Jojo. Joseph said, hey! <laughs> he said, woman, you're so pretty. You smell so good. I, I've, I've seen you already. But I can't do this wickedness against God. My heart is too much for God to compromise. He ran away. That's why he became prime minister. You. <laughs> you are telling me about visions of how great you are going to be. Some prophet told your mother you are going to be an apostle. You are going to be a prime minister. You go the way you are going. You will never get there. If you want God to be involved, then get him involved. But God's system is different. God had the rulers of this world known can you imagine later on Potiphar's wife will see Joseph's wife? Mm. She will realize that this is a better woman. Mm. Yeah. When he become a prime minister, he'll get a better woman. Mm. Before Potiphar was just a minister. This one, prime minister, mm. better wife. And you see, hello, sir. And the, the, the husband and the family will come and bow to Joseph. And she also come and bow. Say, please forgive me. <laughs> You're the one who lied on me. And it made me go to prison because they believed you. I was just a slave. Not knowing it was God's system. It was God's system. 
Don't, don't carry bitterness in your heart. All things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Let me finish. Spiritualia so it says that the rulers of this world, if they had known, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord, the, 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 the Lord of glory. Now look at the next verse. It says that, but as it is written, have you seen the projection, the trajectory, the, re, the argument? It started from chapter one about the wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom, nobody but wisdom. They asked, it's been going on. It's a subject of wisdom. By in chapter two, it spoke about it spoke about the hidden wisdom of God. So it's hidden by his wisdom. Then he says that the world didn't know that they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. Then he said, But I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So God has packaged something glorious for people. Those who love God. When you have a heart for God, he has prepared something glorious for you. But look at the next verse. But God has revealed, so even though no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered into the heart of anybody. He said, but God has revealed these things to us. Wow. By the Spirit. It doesn't take education to know these things. Takes the spirit of God. He has revealed these things to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes! The deep things of God. God has got deep things. Deep things. Don't ever be mistaken to think that your family life, your personal family life, is going to turn out to be like your parents. Because your parents' family life was not good. You think you, the devil is saying it's the same thing that's going to happen. The devil is a liar. I has not seen, no ear heard. Hallelujah. If, listen, if you are here and you have been a victim of divorce because of your parents' life and you, have, you don't even see the value of marriage or the value of life, don't, don't let the devil deceive you because your parents' story, your mother's story, your father's story is not going to be your story. Even if your father or your mother has the best and the glorious, most glorious of stories, still I hasn't seen. No, they haven't realized. Nobody has realized what God has prepared for you. Nobody, nobody knows what is in under God's sleeves for you. The Spirit reveals this thing to us. Why? Because the Spirit searches all things. Yes, even the deep things of God, the Spirit can pick it up and then give us advanced knowledge. Heavenly intelligence give us the information about what heaven has prepared. That's why you cannot be without being exposed to the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God reveals this thing to us. Hear the deep things of God. For no one knows the things of a man. That's why you are surprised the pastor knew what you are thinking about that girl. Because actually no one knows what's, what's, what's 
No man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. People can go to court and lie, and lie detectors can't even catch them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know about it. I've never seen him. I, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I was asleep. What happened? I forgot him. Meanwhile, you, do, you know you're lying. Yeah. yeah. What happened? I forgot him. I've met people who are coming to come to me. Pastor, I don't know. My fire is so low. Things have not been going well in my life. Everything is... And I feel like backslided because that guy in my life or that lady in my life, things have got... And pastor said, I know. I know. What has happened so far? How far have you gone with it? Oh, nothing has happened. He lied. It's surprising when people can sit before a pastor for help and lie. You don't fear the Holy Spirit because the help is supposed to be from the anointing, not from his person. If you want from his person, lie. If you want from his anointing, then respect the Spirit. Let me finish by explaining some things to you. So, he says, no, I have seen. No, but the Spirit has revealed. And he said, no man knows what is in a man except the Spirit of the man who is in do you know if you are feeling very upset and you, are, you, you put up a very nice face but you are very upset, people will not know. But you know. How about? It's interesting. I'm so happy God did it that way. When you have feelings for somebody, it's, it's hard for people. People will know. When, when you have a, how many of you have had a crush on somebody before? When, when you have a crush on somebody, sometimes people may not even know. But deep in you. Now it says that no one knows the things. We don't know. But your spirit inside knows. Yeah. The spirit that is in you, you, your own spirit. Because whatever is happening inside you, your spirit knows it. Not the Holy Spirit, your spirit. Because every human being has a human spirit. So he said, no man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, he said, in the same way, ah, even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! No one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Watch this. This way is good. Look at the next verse. Now, we have received not the spirit. So there's the spirit of the world. We have not received that. We have received not the spirit of the world, but we have received the spirit who is from God. The spirit who is from God. Watch this. Why? So that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. You won't see your destiny unless by the spirit. It says the spirit of God searches deep, the deep things of God. He said, no one knows what's in there. Uh, a, a man said the spirit. Even so, the spirit of God. Uh, the things of God, no, I said. And he said, we have received not the spirit of God, but the spirit of God, that we may know the things that are freely given to us. Watch this. Which things we also speak. We are not quiet about it. People think we are stupid. Oh, all these things pastor is saying, oh, it's not real. I'm telling you, some of you are going to be very great. Yeah. Uh, uh, I speak these things with words 
not taught by man's wisdom, but with words which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. However, the things, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit. The natural man won't take it. Oh, these things, I've heard it before. Stay there! The natural man, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Why doesn't he receive it? Is it because you are arrogant? No, that's not where it starts from. It's because it's foolishness to him. Because it's foolishness to him. And he cannot actually know them. Why? Because these things, you have to have the spirit to discern. Spirit. You want God to use you greatly, you must learn how to walk with God from your heart. That is what entitles you to the revelations of God. God can't use you if you don't have revelation. What do you mean, Pastor? For God to use you, he begins to show you things. I'm not talking about, "Mm, I slept and I saw this. No, I'm talking about, he begins to give you enlightenment in his word. One of the things that has been a greatest blessing in my life is the day I began to understand the significance of the church in the eyes of God. There are a lot of pastors who don't even know the value of the church. They think the church, okay, this is our church, this is our church, this is our church. But the church is the most precious thing to God on the earth. That's why I will serve the church with every fiber of my being. Whether God will reward me or not is not a condition. Whether you will like it or not is not a condition. Whether I'll be hated or not is not part of the deal. Whether I'll get something from it or not is not part of the deal. The deal is that I've seen the value of the church before God and I would, lay, I, would, I would labor till death. I would risk everything in my life to build the church. Everything. Everything. Why? You can't do that if you don't have the revelation of the church. When you listen to me very carefully, you realize I always hold the church, not just carries, the church of God. Very, in a very high esteem. I esteem the church very highly. So people who spoil church, I just don't like them. I just don't like people who create problems in churches. If you're a spiritual person, the more spiritual you are, the more you don't quarrel. All you do is rather you contend for the gospel. That's all you contend. But you don't contend with people because you have differences of opinion with, or you don't like what they did. Some people are not worth your attention to comment on what they said about you. Don't defend yourself when it comes to some people. Don't, don't, don't lower yourself and go back on social media. Also go and blast them and I, I will say it back. No! Don't reduce yourself. You are too dignified. You are too dignified to do that. Let them keep talking. Stay focused. You know where you are going. You know your future. Why? Because the spirit of God bears witness with our spirits. Romans chapter 8 verse 16. The spirit of God himself bears witness with our spirits that we are the the children of God. If he bears witness that we are the children of God, then the witness by extension means that he bears witness about where we are going. But the things of God are not revealed to ordinary people. Because they are spiritually designed by people whose hearts are open and reverent. When you are hearing the word of God and you have your own attitude, you won't catch much. A lot, a lot will go above your head because your heart is not open. 
you are so natural, you miss God. Because no one can serve God naturally. But I see God changing people's stories. I see God blessing you. God bless you for listening to the amazing message. We pray your life can never be the same. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube and listen to more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms. You can also connect with David Entry and our youth ministry at Caris Phase 2 on Instagram and TikTok and at Caris on Campus on Snapchat so you're always up to date. Be blessed.